Welcome to the Corona League Podcast, the weekly breakdown of NFL news, updates, and more, brought to you by Four Average Joes. I'm Duncan, the resident Eagles fan, and right here is my man Gavin. I'm going to go ahead and let him introduce yourself. All right. Like he said, my name's Gavin. Um, I'm the Ravens fan. You know, proud supporter. Right next to me, my man Stan. It's your boy Stan, the Tampa Bay, the Tampa Bay Patriots fan. I'm next to my boy Malik. It's your boy Mal. A.K.A. Mal Pacino, the two O's, you know. Alrighty, so now that you met the gang and everybody in the podcast, we're going to start breaking down and get some of the hottest takes that we've been de- debating in our uh, our little fantasy league. Um, Gavin, go ahead and you start it off since this is about your quarterback. Alright, so my thing I got right now, uh, I've been debating with everyone, lots of people uh, all around. I've even had like Instagram people hit me up for this. So my thing is uh, Lamar versus Kyler Murray. Uh, I think personally that Lamar Jackson is the better quarterback over Kyler, but there's a whole bunch of people saying Kyler's better, uh, including people here sitting with me today. Um, so I kind of just want to break it down. Like, so Lamar, that team, the Ravens, they don't have a big passing game. They they run the ball majority of the time, and I mean that that shows. Look at the running stats for everyone. So Kyler Murray, they got a passing team. They got D Hop. They had Larry Fitzgerald. They passed the ball so many times. Like, I got stats right here. Kyler Murray, he has, uh, in 2019, 349 passes that were completions, and he had a total of 542 passes. Lamar, he completed 265 passes out of 401. So here's my thing. Lamar is going to have less passing yards than Kyler because Kyler's passing the ball more and I mean that's just how it's gonna be anytime so when people be like oh it's stats that makes Kyler better I just I don't feel that uh I don't know I mean I agree with you honestly I think that Lamar is the better quarterback overall I think because yes Kyler is obviously uber uh What's the word? I'm elusive and everything. So he he can get out of the pocket. But Lamar, he's different with it. He's the new Mike Vick and everything. And I think your point about the, the Ravens being a heavy rush offense, that's obvious. They rush for over 200 yards a game. In the modern NFL, that's just unheard of. Kyler Murray, is his run game is not supporting him like that. But he gets more chances to pass because of that. And so, yeah, I'd have to agree with you and say Lamar is probably the better quarterback. And the MVP does not lie. And and one more point I want to make before these other guys get talking. (laughs) I'm not putting down Kyler Murray and not saying he's not a good quarterback because... Not by any means. Kyler Murray, he's a good quarterback. I personally think he's top 10. But I'm going to let them talk. So my take, the whole take on the Kyler Murray versus Lamar thing, I wasn't really too into it. My whole thing was I say... Kyler Murray is the better quarterback. I feel like Lamar is the better athlete. That's my whole All thing. Right. I feel like Kyler Murray is the more accurate. He has the stronger arm. He's the better decision maker out of the two quarterbacks. Now, when it comes with the feet, getting out of the pocket, getting away from the defenders, that's Lamar's whole thing. That was my take. I wasn't really into that uh, debate. But that's my take on those two. Um, this is Mal here. My take on it is... 
Kyler Murray's just a better natural thrower of the football. Like, simple as that. Like, I know Kyler Murray's in a West Coast offense, but he's just a better natural thrower of the football. Like, receivers would rather have. But just because he's a better natural thrower doesn't mean he's the better quarterback. Yes, I agree with you completely. Better thrower, obviously. You can see it. He's a baseball player. He knows how to throw the ball. But Lamar, don't discount his arm. I mean, opening day against Miami 2019, he was slinging that rock. Simple as that. Like, you can't forget about that. But that's just Miami. Miami is also terrible that year. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't matter. He had plenty of yards. I think Kyler is probably more of a consistent thrower, but I think Lamar wins more games, obviously. I mean, he's won, what, 70% of his games, if not more? All right, yeah. Now, let me throw this out here, this stat, all right? Kyler Murray in 2020 had 26 touchdowns and 12 interceptions. Lamar, in 2020, had 26 touchdowns and nine interceptions. He had less passes, worse receivers, and he had the same amount of touchdowns as Kyler did. Kyler has a better offensive you could, weapons around him. You could also say that he would have more touchdowns if he got more opportunities to throw. But you also got to – Exactly. I mean, we're talking about overall quarterback here, though. When y'all say that whole winning thing, I look at it as coaching and the defenses. First of all, Lamar has a way better defense and a way better coach. But he has a better impact. Lamar's impact is bigger. <laughs> Go ahead, bro. Go ahead hop in. No top talent receiver wants to go to Baltimore. They, they don't want to catch passes well, to Lamar Jackson. Because, no, it's they not because want. of Lamar Jackson at all. That is not true at all. That is not true. It, it's because it's because of the offense that's designed around Lamar Jackson. He can throw the football. It's not it's not his fault that they are running the offense. Everybody wants to talk about in the modern NFL, like the quarterback's running ability as a negative, and it's not. Well, that's not really a negative now in today's game. Back then, I would say like a Tim Tebow when he was a runner, that was, like I said, back then that was more of a bad thing. Now, runner well, is a more of a bonus. But you know what I mean? We're not even going to talk about Tebow because Tebow just was unable to throw a football. He was terrible. He was an athlete. But we're going to have to move on from this topic and segue into the next the next topic. And uh, I think we're going to start breaking down our hidden gems. And in this segment, each of us took four, te- uh, four teams, one division from the NFC, and then another d- uh, division from the AFC. We each picked a player and decided to break them down and say why they were going to be our hidden gems. To start it off, we're going to head it over to Stan and go ahead and say what your your divisions were and uh, who your players were. My divisions were the AFC East and the AFC South. Uh, So my first team, the Patriots, my team. Uh, Obviously. my, (laughs) My hidden gem from the Patriots was Jacoby Myers. Uh, last year, Jacoby Myers took a big step forward, becoming Cam Newton's favorite target, his main target. I feel like he's going to have a big uh, season with the additions of uh, uh, what's his name? Just the new additions that we have on our offense. I feel like he will have more freedom, and he'll become a true number one. Yeah, I I, I like that pick, uh, Jacoby Myers. He was a ex quarterback, right? Yes. Yeah, that kid's got a lot of talent. I mean, he he stepped in day one, ex-quarterback, made an NFL roster, 
and and actually performed in an offense that was really lackluster in passing. So I I like that. Go ahead and continue. My second uh second team is the Buffalo Bills rival. The player I chose from the Buffalo Bills is uh Gabriel Davis, second year wide receiver out of uh, Central Florida. Mm-hmm. Another good one. He played in uh, all sixteen games last year, starting in eleven of those. Finished with thirty five catches, five hundred and ninety nine yards, and seven touchdowns. Uh, with the departure of John Brown, I feel like he have a bigger role on alongside with Stephon Diggs, and he was becoming a big target for Josh Allen last year. My third team is the uh, Dolphins. The player I pick is Jalen Waddle, the rookie <laughs> out of Alabama. With his chemistry that he has with Tua, I feel like he's going to have a big season. They already have some dogs over there on the offensive side. So I feel like he's going to have a big impact on the game. And don't forget about his return game as well. The fourth team is the Jets. The player I pick is Quinnen Williams. Uh, over the past two seasons, Quinn Williams has improved he's over his game. For a breakout. Yeah, he's improved his game over the past two seasons, racking up over 50, uh, 55 tackles. Nine sacks and adding two forced fumbles. He's still getting comfortable with the Jets' defense. And he's only 23, so he still has a lot to prove and a lot to grow. And his, his potential is very high. Uh, next is the AFC South. The first team first team is the Colts. And you already know who I'm picking. Carson Wentz. He can't have a breakout. He already he had his breakout. Can. He most definitely <laughs> it, it, can. It'd be a comeback year. But go ahead, continue. Yeah, I'm going to let you. So uh, I picked Carson Wentz because I feel like the departure from the Philadelphia Eagles was a good thing. He needed a new start. And with him having Frank Wright in his uh, corner, his old QB coach and now head coach, I feel like he will have a big season. He has new pieces around him that the Philadelphia Eagles could not give him. I agree. And he's just there for a big season. The, te- the My next <clears throat> team is the Texans. And I picked Zach Cunningham. He's a linebacker. That boy's a dog. That's a good one. He's been on a rise in the past two seasons. But in 2021, he was special. He, Even though per- producing triple-digit uh, tackles in 2018 and 2019, he led the league in tackles last season with 164. He was the only bright spot for the Texans with their 30-ranked defense. So he's uh, due to have a big season again. <laughs> that is not a lie. 164? Yes. Triple. He That's had nearly 200 tackles. He had a, literally he had 164 tackles last season, bro. My next team is the Jaguars. Oh, y'all gonna have to pronounce that because I don't know how to pronounce the name. I told you. That's Lavishka Chanel, bro. So Lavishka Chanel, I chose him because his 2020 season he racked up decent numbers with 58 catches for 600 yards and five touchdowns, and he did that with just a mediocre quarterback. He got a better quarterback. And some new weapons on offense, so he's due to have a big season. And my last team and last player is Jeffrey Simmons. In just two years of play, he's racked up over 81 tackles and five sacks with no dominant factor besides him. With the the new addition that the Titans pick, I feel like he's due to have a big season. Uh, You said Justin Simmons? Jeffrey. Oh, Jeffrey. Oh, yeah, he's he's a big boy in the middle. He's nice. All right, so uh, that's a lot of players we liked. Um... So we're going to do a little bit different here since me and Mal are both NFC East fans. Our, our teams are both in the NFC East. We decided that due to our knowledge in it, we were both going to do some NFC East, and then we were going to break down the NFC South together as well. Um, but then we also have individually our own second division. 
So my I'm going to start with my team, of course, the Philadelphia Eagles. And my breakout player, I think it's going to be Quez Watkins. He's a second-year receiver. He's six feet tall, buck 85. Uh, I've really liked this kid coming out of college. I, I really former Jet, right? No, he got drafted. No, he, he, got drafted by he was a he was a sixth round pick last year of the Eagles. Um, he's explosive. Uh, I compare him to Stefan Diggs in his early years. Um, the only thing is he lacks uh, he lacks that punch. He needs a little bit more weight to be to actually be able to fight against those physical corners. Uh, but I think that his I think he could have thirty receptions for five hundred yards and four TDs, and that would be as the Eagles' fourth receiver. Let me just. Oh, you got it. Do you think Smith need to put on weight to fight them physical corners? No, I don't. I don't. I think that because Smith is more developed in route running, that he is better at getting off on press and everything. And uh, But that was my choice for the Eagles. I just want to say something real quick for uh, that. Uh, the whole uh, Quez Watkins comparison to uh, Stephon Diggs, I think that's a good thing. And I, I could also compare him to Antonio Brown, not in his playing style, but Antonio Brown was a late-round draft pick. And he didn't start off his career super hot. These guys aren't going to come out the gate out of the sixth round and just burn the league. He has time to develop. And if he is developed right in Philly, even if he goes somewhere else, if he's developed right, he does have a chance to become so a he's top going guy. Into his, second year, right? his second year, yes. All right. So uh, my next team I decided to break down was the New York Giants. And I picked Xavier McKinney. A little bit of an obvious choice here. Had a very lackluster rookie season due to uh, due to many injuries. He, I believe, he suffered a broken foot at the beginning of his rookie season. Uh, I really like this kid coming out of Alabama. He's, you know, the Bama roots. You can't ever go wrong with that. He's a really high IQ type of player, versatile. Can play in the box and coverage. Um, he needs to get a little bit more ball skills. He gets the PBUs, but not necessarily the interception. And um, my stat prediction for him would be 50 tackles and two interceptions. Uh, now, for the Cowboys, I'm going to need Mal to chime in on this one because I chose somebody that might that might be a little bit of a stretch, but I chose Randy Gregory, and I really think Randy Gregory could have a breakout year. This kid is wow. talented. He's a former second-round pick, but everybody knows he would have been a top-ten pick if not for his off-the-field substance abuse problems. He's 6'5", 255, long, fast, and I really think this kid can break out if he plays all 17 games. Expect an 8-10 to 10 season, 8-10 to 10 sack season if he can actually stay. Uh, my official prediction is going to be 9 sacks, 35 tackles, and 3 TFLs. And the final team is Washington, and I chose Cameron Curl. He's he's a dog. Yeah, he already kind of broke out, especially for being a seventh-round kid. You love that. You love seeing that, especially he's got a really talented team around him. Um, he had a really good rookie season, 65 tackles, three interceptions, two sacks, and those were 65 solos. Uh, so for this season upcoming, I'm going to say he's going to get 75 tackles, two sacks, two interceptions. Uh but expect more of a field general presence rather than just his stats improving. And go ahead, Mal. Okay, I, I'm going to start off with the Cowboys. C.D. Lamb. Ah. <laughs> he will be in the slot this year. He won't be doubled. You can't double him. I mean, you can try to put a linebacker, I guess, or the, the nickel corner. But but you can't cover everyone that's lined up. Yeah, you got, we got Gallup, um, Cooper, you know, our sure. O-line's back healthy. Yeah, um, that offense is definitely going to be dangerous, 100%. For sure. 
uh, for Washington, Fitzpatrick. Which I love. Uh, how do you have a breakout season in your, what, 15th year? I mean, they've been in there longer than that. Yeah, but go ahead, go ahead. I mean, this, this year he one. might actually play a full season. We'll see. So we but had that debate before the expectations. This they is scare his, him. This is his first team that he's had, like, legit talent built around him. So, like, this is exciting to see. In my eyes, I don't it's know. He had Brandon Marshall in his prime, but I'll, I'll let you go ahead, Mal. And he definitely had Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. And Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson. But go ahead, Mal. Go ahead. This is, this is yours. <laughs> All right. Um, for Philly, I'm going to go with Devontae Smith. Just because he's going to be a nightmare within the division, like, for years. So Keep in mind, I did not disrespect Devontae in any way. I thought it was too obvious of a choice for me personally, so I wanted to get a little bit of a sleeper. But go ahead. I'm a Cowboys fan, so I can't say. It's hard for, any, for me to say anything good about Eagles. <laughs> but, oh, and uh, for the New York Giants, I'm going to go with Daniel Jones. Uh, Heck no. Good pick, yeah. Mal. Good Terrible. Pick. <laughs> Terrible. But pick, go ahead. Go ahead. I don't know about that, but. Next division. All right. Um, so then I will break down the NFC North. And so for the Bears, I picked Jalen Johnson, second-year corner. He was a second-round pick. He was really, really good last year. And I think he really got slept on. But now with uh, Kyle Fuller out of there, He's going to get a lot more passes his way and uh, expect a little bit more increases in his uh, in his uh, interceptions. He had zero last year, but I think he's going to get a little bit more. I'm going to predict him to have two. Uh, for the Packers, I picked linebacker Kamal Martin. Not a lot of people know this kid. He was a fifth-round pick. No clue. Yeah, he was a fifth-round pick last year. He's 6'3", 240, super athletic. He's got a lot of downhill tackling skill. Uh, the only thing is... He's got some injuries issues. You you want to worry about that a little bit. Uh, but the new scheme should benefit him, so I'm going to predict him to have 50 tackles, five TFLs, and an interception. For the car, or for the Vikings, I decided to choose Cameron Dantzler. He's a second-year corner, 6'2", 188, third-round pick last year. His I'm speed a, scares— I'm Mississippi State, right? Yes, oh. yeah. Yep, his his speed scares you a little bit because it's a 464. But I, I think it was more of a bad time rather than him being a bad or a slow player. Nah, he's a dog. I watched him. Yeah, I watched him play a couple he's times really there. super explosive for a guy that didn't run a high uh, 40. He's an SEC guy, so you know he faced a lot of talent. And uh, having Patrick Peterson on the opposite, opposite side this year should increase his targets. People are going to try to stay away from him and expect him to have some more interceptions. And the last player I chose was for the Lions. It's DeAndre Swift. Naturally, he's going to take a step up. Carryon Johnson's gone. Adrian Peterson's gone. He's the guy. Uh, SEC roots again. Georgia. He's five nine, but two fifteen. He he is a small and powerful guy. Uh, expect him to have thirteen hundred all-purpose yards and about eight to ten touchdowns. Now let me just say piggyback off that. The Lions have been working on their offensive line. They do not have any real threat at wide receiver i have deandre swift carrying that offense not saying that that offense is going to be good or do anything but deandre swift is going to be the heart and soul of that absolutely don't forget about their tight end either yep okay now we're going to take it to the nfc west we're going to start in arizona where i have aj green that a breakout player (laughs) A breakout player. He will revive his career 
in Arizona. Okay. Right. I like Alongside the I like the, I like Hopkins, the Murray will have an MVP caliber year. Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, the kid's going to throw for close to 4,000. Yeah, that's the I mean, air yeah. raid offense. Nah. He's he's gonna throw. Green he's gonna might, throw up there. Might have a breakout year. He got Christian Kirk to distract. He got uh, Andy Isabella. Don't Andy don't Isabella. forget him. I, that would have been my Everybody pick personally. But and that's some, why we're saying Kyler's not a bad quarterback with that Lamar. Got but you got to keep in mind that D Hop news with the vaccine. He's not uh yeah, he's yeah. not feeling that. So that that's something that's really got to be taken into consideration here. All right, carry on now. We're gonna take it up to the Bay, San Francisco. Trey Lance. No, he's not going to get playing time. They he's going. Gra- Garoppolo can't play the whole. Garoppolo has. When's the last season? time Garoppolo's? I don't think Garoppolo's ever played a full season. I like that. That's a. That's a. I honestly, that's a great pick because if Garoppolo gets hurt again, week three, he's got ankle issues. But that's if. Alrighty, and then our last division, me and Mal are going to break down together. Actually, it's going to be the NFC South. I took the. Uh, There's two more teams. Oh, sorry, bro. Yeah. Sorry, bro. My apologies. Oh. Oh yeah, L.A. Matthew Stafford. That's a good one. Even I mean, though, even new system, new city. He's I be- think he'll. I don't. I think he'll break out media wise. You know what I mean when I say that. Mm-hmm. I mean he's going to become a superstar league wide because of being in L.A. Naturally, he's the lights are going to be on him. Nah, he got the weapons that he didn't have in Detroit. Don't forget, he got some wide receivers over there. He got a oh yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Over there. That's what I'm saying. He's going to. And another sleeper, I think, don't forget about D-Jack. I think D-Jack could have a sneaky good year over there. Well, because he's, he's going to be the number four. Yeah, no, three. Three or four. They got they drafted a guy in the second round. Well, yeah. D-Jack going to have a sneaky good season. I think there. it was 2-2 two, two Atwell. Seattle. I'm going to go with Tyler Lockett. I just – I don't see Seattle ever developing a, a run game that good, so – He's Wilson's going to have to depend on his receivers. You said who? Lockett. Lockett. That's I mean that's a good pick. All right, and now we're going to be moving on to the NFC South, which me and Mal are going to break up together. This is the last division, and you know we did a little powwow together for the NFC East, and so I decided that I was going to take the Falcons and the Panthers, and for the Falcons, of course, of course, I have to go Kyle Pitts. That man is an animal. He's a man amongst boys. What more can you say? He is generational type talent, and I would have loved to have him in Philly, but hey. He can't block. I mean, it doesn't matter if he can't block. You can develop that. But when when you're that type of weapon, that's all that matters. Your tight end's running uh, sweeps and stuff. That's scary. Um, And go ahead. Break down one of your teams. Uh, Tampa Bay was hard because the entire team is coming back. So, I mean, I guess I, I go with Brady. He's like a breakout bro, player. That, that's not a breakout. I mean, like, Come on, uh, not a breakout player, but he he's. he's the goal. Who's that one? Who's that he's, one receiver that kind of started going? That's off. you got Scotty Miller, you Johnson, Johnson, oh. Tyler Johnson. You got a couple Tyler different Johnson. guys out there. I mean, eh, eh. Don't be surprised if AB have a breakout season this year. That's all I'm gonna say. Don't be surprised. All right, all right. That's a little bit of a bold prediction, yeah. but my second team was the Carolina Panthers and. This guy's been in the league for about three years now. I think he's already broken out, but I'm I'm expecting a nice 12 to 14 sack season from the FSU product, Mr. Brian Burns. Oh, yeah. That guy is slept oh, on. Let me tell dog. you that. He is very good. Um, I think he's going to explode, really have a 12 to 14 sack season, all pro. 
uh, Pro Bowl type player. He's got a lot of talent. He slept on because he was on a bad, bad defense in Carolina. But this year, I really think it's the year for him to break out. And so for New Orleans, I'm gonna have to go with Winston because that's, that's a good pick, though. I that's a good pick. I mean, I I I think Winston is a good pick. Honestly, if you look at the guy, he's kind of got to resurrect his career. This is honestly probably his last chance to be an actual starter. If you look at it, he right. is gonna be without Mike Thomas for a couple weeks because he just got surgery. But the New Orleans throwing the ball has never been a, a, an obstacle for him. It's making the right decision. If Sean Payton yeah. has made him change his way of thinking, has made him a better quarter, but given is he snap the, decisions. But is he the starter week one, though? Uh, that, yes. Let's bring that back. Let's yes. bring that. Let's bring that back up later, since we're in the middle of some. So we'll we'll get that in later. Um, one more team, right? Was that, was that nope, it? that's it. So uh, right. go ahead and Gavin, take right, your team and explain the main. it. All right. So uh, I got the AFC North, the home of the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, so. I'm going to start off with the Ravens. Uh, my breakout player, I think, is going to be uh, J.K. Dobbins. And the reason I'm going with that is uh, the run game. Like, we run, run heavy team. And, like, with Mark Ingram out, uh, I really think he's going to get most snaps. Like, it's kind of going to be by committee still because you, you're going to have Lamar running the ball and you're going to have Gus Edwards running the ball. But I really think that J.K. Dobbins is going to get the, the majority – of the carries, and it's just going to be a breakout year for him. Yeah, I don't think you're going to get any arguments around here about that one. Uh, he's an Ohio State product. He's going to be good. Yeah. That's really all it is. <laughs> all right, for, so for the Steelers, I mean, this one might come at a little shock, but I got Anton Brooks, second-year cornerback out of Maryland. Now, the reason I have him there is like – because you're a Maryland fan. It's a little bit like, – <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's a little bit because I'm a Maryland fan, but listen – their secondary is not the same. Now, look, Steven Nelson isn't the greatest cornerback in the world, but he was a solid player for the Steelers, and losing him is big. And what's the other guy they Cortland lost? Sutton? No. Um, no, that's Cam Sutton. Oh. Cortland Sutton plays for the Broncos. Yeah. Uh, Mike Hilton. Mike Hilton's the other guy they lost. So with them two out, look, great Joe Hayden. Corner. Joe Hayden is not the same corner that he used to be. He has to regress at some point. He, Father Time's going to catch up to him. He's already started the and, He's progressed. Yeah, He's been and, look, and listen, and then Cam Sutton, my boy's not the answer. Now, I'm not saying that Anton Brooks is going to come in and shock the world and be like what top cornerback, but he is going to be key to that secondary. Minka can't do it all. All right, so for my Browns breakout player, I got Mac Wilson. Uh, mm, I like it. Rookie linebacker. Now, look, everyone knows the Browns defense is stacked. Besides linebacker, I I don't want to say they're not stacked at linebacker because they got good linebackers. I was but say I, that boy yeah. out of Notre Dame, he's yeah. uh, but he's fast. He's Mac Wilson's gonna be key there. I, I honestly think he's gonna be a difference maker. I think he's gonna control the middle of the field and he's gonna be that guy that makes a lot of big plays and is around the ball a lot. For the Bengals, I mean, you can argue this not being a breakout because of his season before, but I got Joe Burrow. Because that injury, I mean, he's got to prove himself. He got to prove himself all over again. And here's another reason. Look, they did not work on that offensive line the way they should have because my man was running for his life last season, and it proved because he tore his ACL. But they got him some help. He has it's the line's better than it was last year, regardless of anything. And they did go out and get his top college teammate in Jamar Chase. And Jamar Chase is going to be a difference maker at an already good receiver room. So. I mean, I like it. I, I really think he's got to prove himself all over again. As much as I hate to say it, 
I really hope he can be the same quarterback, but uh, that injury is scary. So, go ahead. All right, so my uh, second division is going to be the AFC West. So I'm going to start out with Kansas City. I got my boy Ladarius Sneed. He is going to be – He's nice. He's Look, he already had a great rookie season. So, again, this is another, like, can he be a breakout? I think he will. I think he'll he'll do better. Now, he's going to be a key to that secondary. Um, didn't they lose – was Breland on them last year or am I – Breland was – Is he, is he back? Year. I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure Breland's gone. So, Sneed's going to step up. He's going to yeah, be one Breland's of their top corners. I think he's. I'm going to say he's back on Washington. No, Breland's not. Breland is not back on Washington. I don't know where Breland is. Breland's somewhere. He's probably at an (laughs) island (laughs) sipping on mimosas (laughs) in the morning, but it doesn't matter. But Darius needs to break up later for Kansas City and just watch. You'll see it. All right. Then I got the Broncos. Jerry Judy. I I couldn't really think of someone, really, because I I don't want to go with Patrick Sertain. Like, that that secondary is already stacked. Like, I just I couldn't think of anyone, but I said Jerry no love Judy. For Drew Locke? That's your guy That's, too. That, that that is if Drew Locke is the quarterback, because who knows? Teddy Bridgewater could come in here and fit in this system very well. He was never a bad quarterback, but he's in a new system. They they obviously traded for him for a reason. He's on Broncos for a reason, and I think if they get the right quarterback play in there, Jerry Judy be, can become that top pick that he was picked at and be that top player and provide for his uh, offense all right now i got the chargers herbert he already had a great rookie season i know this is kind of like a theme i got but <laughs> i mean he, he's gonna do out. better i mean he broke all the rookie records well, but, yeah, but he's gonna break out even more like i, I guarantee you think he's throwing 50? i guarantee <laughs> he's gonna be even better and his name will be in the mvp conversation so are you, so are you calling 40 touchdowns this year Call it right now. I'm not calling 40 Call touchdowns. Right I'm now. calling 39. <laughs> okay. All right. Ah, I, I look. He's gonna that's look. That's a soft way look, out. Listen, nah, I, Okay, <laughs> but I don't think he's doing 40. If he does 40, he's goaded. I mean, he threw 31 this year with only 10 interceptions. So 40 isn't really far. Their fixed. line got better too. Look, all I'm saying is he's gonna be in the MVP conversation. I don't think he's gonna win it, and I don't think he's a favorite. But his name will definitely be in there. Don't be surprised when you see that. Now, the last one I got is the Raiders. Another team where I'm like, eh, I really don't know. But I picked Henry Ruggs. Uh, I don't know. He's an, he's a, another top receiver from last year's draft class. Uh, if anything, it's more of like a prove-it year. Um, Derek Carr, if he if he's does what he has to do this year and that offense can provide, I think Ruggs will be a breakout. He just, he's a rookie last year. He doesn't know all the, the moves in the league. If he gets his game down... He can be a top wide receiver. It just, I mean, I think t- this is the year. I think and Mariota might, Mariota might sneak in and take that starting job some point throughout the year. No, and, uh, I nah, think they was riding heavy on Mariota. Yeah. Come on, Derek Carr is consistent. I think it's more on Henry Ruggs to improve than it is on but Derek Carr to get him the ball. Derek Carr and John Gruden did butt heads a lot last season. That, I, yeah, that's true. But Derek Carr, you can't. He's consistent, and that, that's really what matters in this league. He's kind of like the Kirk Cousins of the AFC, if I'm being honest. No, Kirk Cousins is trash. Kirk Cousins is absolutely terrible. He's never won a big game in his career. All right, right, we're going to continue on, (laughs) Stang. He's he's trash. I mean, that's it. The next topic we're going to be discussing is the Cam Akers injury and who is going to be his replacement. Now, everybody chime in, say what you think. Um, I'm going to start it off. 
obviously Todd Gurley back to the Rams. I think it makes the most sense. Yeah. I would say Adrian Peterson wouldn't be a bad pickup only because I still He's think on my list too. he has a, a little left in the tank and a lot to still prove. But this is a championship year. I don't think AP is going to be that championship running back. What says need. he's not going to well, be? Well, AP did say he still wants to win the championship. He but he's not going to be the top guy. But when is he going to but, but when is he going to show decline? I mean, last yeah. time he was the featured back just 2 years ago, he had over 1000. It's not that he hasn't been the back. Yeah. It's that he hasn't been given the opportunity in the or recent years. he hasn't years. been on the best of teams. Exactly. To give him that He's on Washington. That's 1,000 yards behind that bad there offensive line. There is too. a reason he is not signed. Yeah, but there's a reason that everybody's not signed. Devontae Freeman. The Rams. Fell off a cliff. The Rams always use multiple backs. Fell off a cliff. I like that, though. Fell off a cliff. He went to New York last year and did nothing. That's not true. That is New not York true. was horrible last year. That offensive line, yes, awful. I mean, true. Saquon no. did have four <laughs> yards. <laughs> you, I'm telling you, if you watch any games that Devontae Freeman actually played, the tape wasn't that bad. The line is just terrible. I agree. But I think I think this is really going to be a sleeper that none of you guys are going to really be thinking of. I'm going to say T.J. Yeldon. No. Simply no. because of his receiving capabilities. No. That offense is a fast pace. The backs get involved. Darrell Henderson is already your ground and pound guy. If you have a split back formation with TJ Yeldon and Darrell Henderson, you can keep one in to block. TJ Yeldon runs routes like a receiver. That's an extra receiver on well, the field. Well, did that mean Adrian Peterson wouldn't be a fit then? If you need a guy out of the backfield. No, I'm not saying. I'm just not... saying. I'm saying that it either or. I'm, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to fill, they're not going to fill uh, Cam Akers' role with one person. Yeah. So True. you're going to need to bring it. Keep in mind, they only have Darrell Henderson, or is it Darnell or Darrell? I don't know who you're talking uh, about. I think it's Darrell. Darrell's Darrell. All right, yeah. Darrell Henderson. They only have him on the roster. I looked this up, and three rookie undrafted free agents. They don't have Malcolm Brown. They got Malcolm Brown's on the. They got Jake Brown's on the Dolphins. They got Jake Funk. Maryland boy. Oh, he's a second. Oh. He's a second year player. <laughs> no, I mean, he's not. He just got drafted okay. this year. He got drafted. Yes, yeah, sixth right. round. And he like okay, so they got ACLs like I college, said, undrafted right? basically. Wow, the disrespect. Don't do All right, that. Well, I'm sorry. I don't, I do don't know who he is. Tom Brady was drafted in the sixth round. Don't do that. All right. Here, yeah, I got one. Look, Name I got, 10 sixth-round picks that are good. Oh, my God. <laughs> Tom Brady. We're Tom not going to do this. Tom Brady, Tom Brady, Tom Brady. <laughs> all right. Look. One, all right. This is another guy, and then we'll cut it off after this. Le'Veon Bell. Mm. I, I think, have him on my list, too. I think he'll be a great fit because he can do both. He's he's that guy that's, that's actually that's both. That, yeah, that's that guy. Oh, you guys trust <laughs> Le'Veon Bell in L.A.? Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. They don't test the, for the rapper was, Le'Veon Bell. They don't test for weed anymore, bro. Bro, they don't test for weed anymore. test for weed anymore. Listen, all right. He was an absolute idiot to go to the Jets. Everyone knows that. That was his only it, option. Nobody it was his only option because he was a fool. He sat out for more. Look, look. Le'Veon Bell was worth what he was worth. He got, honestly, I think he got a little overpaid. I'm not saying he is a bad running back. He deserves big money but he was asking for a ridiculous amount of money and he held I mean, out of a whole damn season yeah but just think just think if he if he would have had those seasons just a few years later when cmc was having his seasons the thousand and thousand he would have got his bag like christian mccaffrey it just happened to be the steelers don't overpay the steelers never the steelers develop so much talent 
that they're allowed to let somebody walk, and it's proven. They bring new talent in and out every single year, and Le'Veon Bell was idiotic for holding out. In the NFL, you got to take your bag when you can get it. Simple as that, because now he's a vet minimum player, and as sad as it's to say, he was an all-pro player just five years ago. And now, because his diminished role, not, not only on the Jets, yeah, say, but also on Kansas City, his value is destroyed. Okay. But he did. He was at a, the same was time. At the same Kansas time, City. the lack of touches could have really done something nice to his body, really refresh it. So that's where I'm going to leave that, and we're going to move on to the next topic. And I know this is one Stan definitely wanted to discuss. Mm-hmm. This is, uh, you know, I'm. Mm, it's going to break my heart a little bit. Not really. But this is going to be... We're going to talk about Carson Wentz. I mean, it's no. unavoidable. It's unavoidable. And let me get my little spiel out before I let everybody else talk. Because Stan, for some reason, thinks I hate Carson Wentz. I don't hate Carson Wentz. I hate the way he left. I, I hate the way he gave up so easy. However, he's going to be a hell of a player. That Colts team is too talented for him not to bounce back. Simple as that. He's got receivers. He's got great offensive line help. Three really good backs. Marlon Mack's coming off of an injury. Don't forget Frank Wright. Frank Wright untapped the potential that was Carson Wentz in 2017. But like I was saying about Carson Wentz, I don't hate him for... I don't hate him as a person. He's a great person, and you can obviously see that, but... The way he left just did not sit right with me as an Eagles fan. And uh, like I said, he's going to be a hell of a player. You can't deny his greatness over the years. The guy has always been a a three-touchdown-to-one-interception kind of player. His rookie season, he was dealt nothing. I think he really performed pretty well. And then uh, 2017 to 2019, honestly, were very good quarterback years, stats-wise. Now, me watching the games under under a microscope as an Eagles fan, I saw the mistakes, obviously. I saw the, the lack of technique that, that he started to develop once his ACL injury happened. His technique and his mechanics changed quite a bit, and I believe that's why he did have a little bit of a downslide. But uh, I'm going to let you guys chime in, see what you guys think. All right, I'll jump in. So Carson Wentz, his departure was an absolute need from Philly and it's a whole mental standpoint it it has nothing to do with his skill I honestly think Carson Wentz will have a big bounce back season because he's going to have his mental right and he's at a place that I couldn't cares for him it I couldn't I don't think that Philly did not care for him I think that at the end of the day you have to understand the business aspect of the yes, NFL. But let me, and I think Carson Wentz didn't quite get that. you got to understand, this is a guy coming from North Dakota. He wasn't challenged yes. ever in high school. as the, He was always the biggest, fastest, strongest. He was never challenged in college. Biggest, fastest, strongest. I mean, yeah. When he got to the league, rookie season, sophomore year, before he, uh, before he got his injury, he wasn't challenged. He got shell-shocked to saying, oh, my God, there is a quarterback that can take my position, even if he is less talented. Cause like, and that really, truly affected him. And then Jalen Hurts being drafted is really – I think that had a big icing deal. on the cake. But do you think Doug Peterson handled that situation correctly? No. That, look, I, listen, did you not 
Carson Wentz was literally on the sideline, not talking to anyone. When you are a starting quarterback in the league, you have to have communication so, with your coaches so and your that, players. So is that the coach's fault for Carson Wentz throwing a hissy fit? No, no it's not. But you need I to do. pull your player together. Yeah, like, I'm saying, though, do you think but you I think, think that he handled that situation see, correctly? you got to understand the type of coach that Doug Peterson was. He's a very hands-on, personable, emotional coach. Okay. This whole COVID thing really messed with – Doug Peterson, I think more than people realize, okay. he couldn't get hands on with his players. He's the type of guy to sit you down, and say, "Hey, I know you did you did crap today, but I need you to step it up." And hey, I've been there. I'm, I'm a backup quarterback myself. I never really was a starter. I know what it's like to go through the motions of the league and everything. And he understood he could be that emotional support that the players needed. Last year, he couldn't do that. You had to do everything over Zoom, six feet away. He wasn't allowed to even get personable with his players and I really think that affected him and Carson's relationship especially during such a strenuous time okay 13 and 5 that's what I'm projecting Indianapolis finished he's back with the QB whisperer Frank Wright I mean what, what QB has played bad under Frank Wright like let's be honest Kobe Brissett balled out. What? what? Ball out. Okay. What? That, he just that, made that, the ice cold take. Yeah, he just made the <laughs> ice cold take of the week. Kobe Brissett didn't ball out in Indianapolis. <laughs> okay. Did they win a Super Bowl? Kobe <laughs> Brissett was average for the Colts. Especially, you talking about this past season or the season where before? Season before. He First was, year there. He was average. This past was season, average. he didn't even play. It was Phillip Rivers. Yeah, and they used him weird though. They definitely. Used I mean, Jacoby. that was a terrible signing. They used him weird. <laughs> Anyways, I mean, I don't know. I just, I, I'm, in my personal opinion, he's he's gonna have a bounce back uh, season. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't agree more. Honestly, it's gonna hurt to see because <laughs> I know the Eagles are gonna be bad. It's just natural. <laughs> I want and, you, and I want you guys to go go on Carson Wentz page. And take a look at his comments. Under I his miss pictures you. And see how many Eagles fans. I hope you do good in picture. Indy. I miss yeah, you. Yeah, I already. Duncan's uh, probably under one of those pictures. Nope. I already <laughs> unfollowed because the heartbreak's too much to see. I can't deal with it on a daily basis. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up, and we're gonna um, we're gonna fly back to a topic that we brought up earlier. Uh, the whole who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Saints? Uh, I'll I'll kick this off with Dabo. Eats dubs, you feel me? Mm. He's he's gonna he ha, he has to be, <laughs> he has to be the starting quarterback. I mean, look, Taysom you, Hill is a gadget player. Yes, listen, you look. He knows dumb years in Tampa though. Bay. Jameis Winston, if you he take away offense, if, all he, he if you take away those interceptions, cut them in half, your man is in the MVP conversation. He is a gunslinger. He will throw the rock. His only issue is he was not paying attention to where he was throwing. Also. And he was getting picked off. He got eye surgery, too. He can see now. So my thing is, <laughs> look, you, we saw what he did in Tampa Bay. Honestly, I don't think he was the problem with Tampa Bay. And Stan might have a different opinion with me because of Tom Brady. But when Tom Brady came in... People follow. People want to play with Tom Brady. It's like the LeBron effect in the NBA. You are a top player towards the end of your career. That's all they were ever missing was a quarterback that wasn't going to throw the ball the team to the yeah. other team 
fifty percent of the time. I, yes, sure. that too. But like you got to think, when Jameis Winston was there, that defense was trash. It was no. not. No, good. it was not. They I were, don't know. They, they, they were only trash. Jameis Winston, Winston was putting them. them yeah, yeah in the Jameis they were in the opponents. Yeah, they were they were never ever ever yeah. given. Jameis Winston had them on the field majority field. of look, that game. I still don't look. Listen, they're he, playing. They're playing uh, thirty-five he, to twenty-five minute or over. Jameis also you know made that line look terrible because he oh, held yeah. onto the ball too long. Jameis Winston made that team look worse than what they that actually is true, were. But okay, but here's my. How thing. did Ronald Jones become a better player <laughs> overnight? <laughs> true. Okay. Well, here you guys have your take. Who's the starting quarterback? Me it personally. Has- I feel like they will go with Taysom Hill only because right. he knows that he knows that system. But I feel like once he makes like one mistake or the mistakes come constant, then that's when Jameis Winston comes in. That's my take. That's a fair I take. Mean, I I just think he's a gadget player. If I'm being honest, Malik. same here, same here. He's. I mean, we don't have enough film of him actually throwing the football. That's like, what, that's what I'm saying. And, <laughs> and when he was a full time quarterback, they got one of those in Philadelphia at BYU. <laughs> that's really funny because the call the play got called back, so I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> and we beat him when Jalen Hurts debuted. So anyway, like I was saying, if you look at his BYU days as a full time starter, that man broke his broke his leg. Tore his ACL three times, dislocated this, broke his this. Like that player. man cannot survive a full season as a quarterback. What? Simple as that. He needs to be given the ball where he has opportunities to make a play in the open field. Simple as that. Yes, I understand he has the capability to run somebody over, but he does not have the capability to drop back and throw the ball 40 times a game if they need it. Simple as that. He's going to make too many mistakes. Well, throwing the ball 40 times a game isn't required. I don't think Lamar Jackson throws the ball forty times a game. But that's but Lamar don't even compare Lamar Jackson to Taysom saying, Hill. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Is that what you're doing? No, I'm just. You're saying. right there with. You're no, about to be right no, there with. No, I'm him. just saying he doesn't throw the ball forty times. <laughs> you're about to be right there I'm, with. No, now. My, I'm saying that you don't need the you don't need to throw the ball forty times to win the game. And I look, I can defend him to a point in that because look, the Ravens do not pass the ball yeah. forty times a game. But that is not the team that the Saints are. I'm sorry, but you can't rely. Look, you have. A running, you have three decent, maybe two decent running backs on the Ravens running the ball plus Lamar Jackson. Look, Taysom Hill ain't no Lamar Jackson. He ain't gonna have the yards that Lamar Jackson but gets. But you also on the gotta look at the team around Taysom. Hill. And that's what I'm saying. You need the, Taysom the Hill to pass the ball. Taysom Hill is just as good as the team around Lamar Jackson. No. But the yes, running game yes. is stronger. Better yes. back, but the running game is stronger line. for the Ravens. They have a better better run. wide receivers. You're talking about Taysom Hill, right? Yes, Taysom has yeah, a better team. Exactly. Right so him. why isn't he better? Because he's not, he's the, not a no. full time quarterback. Well, he hasn't haven't been in a position to be a full time quarterback. He's never gonna be that though. We don't know that. We do. We don't. We don't know that. We do. Okay, we don't. Look, if we don't know it right now, we'll know it after the season or maybe no, in the middle of the season. We'll know it at the end of training camp when Jameis Winston's suiting up yeah. wearing that number three or what two, is he wearing? Number two? two? two. Yeah. yeah. Listen, wearing that number two jersey on opening day. That's just going to benefit the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I don't care if it's Jameis Winston what? or Taysom Hill. He's oh. a Patriots fan, keep in mind. But what? All right. Tampa, so, <laughs> Tampa Bay Patriots. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> We're going to move into our, our little news update section. This is just going to be anything that happened over the last couple of days. Uh, anything you guys want to bring up that you guys saw. Anything inside of your each own training camps that you guys might have seen that was a little shocking. Uh, any battles or anything. Uh, it floors open to anybody. Can I start it off? Yeah, go right ahead. Lamar got COVID. 
<laughs> yeah, again. Again. Now, look, and I, to be honest, I'm not super worried about it because this is a perfect scenario. Lamar getting COVID, look, I don't wish COVID upon anyone. No one should get COVID, and it's going to hold him out. And I, But I don't think it's going to affect his training camp at all. He, he'll come back in. He'll be fine. You know he's going to be at home throwing the ball around. He's going to be watching film. He's still going to be in contact with the coaches. He's a guy that wants to win. So th- that's not no problem. But this helps for the backup quarterback competition. There's only going to be two quarterbacks on this roster because you're going to possibly have a seventh wide receiver. So this is a great uh, quarterback competition for Tyler Huntley and Trace McSorley. One of them is going to be a practice squad guy and the other is going to be the backup. So I mean, that's a great battle to see, and we'll see Most who comes out on Trace top. Trace McSorley to be the backup. Maybe yeah. Tyler Huntley was making some plays today. Well, uh, I saw a couple signings around the league, nothing too serious, with the news that Michael Thomas is going to be out as early as late September and as late as late October. Um, the Saints did work out uh, Chris Hogan. They ended up signing him. They said it was a pretty impressive My workout. I mean, uh, he's bounced around to a different couple teams these last couple years after he left the Patriots. Um, and I just, I think they're just kind of bringing him in, see what he has, seeing if he can actually give anything to this team. He's not going to be the number one. He's not going to be, he's not going to be the number two. I think they have a couple little guys over there. They're going to step up. Um, but yeah, that. Oh, uh, also my boy Craven LeBlanc got signed by the Dolphins. He's a He's a nice little slot corner backup piece. He's not he can do good in a little uh hunch, but you don't want him to start for too long. He, it doesn't matter if Xavier Howard wants out. Does yeah. he resign or not? Who? Xavier Howard. No, he's gone. He's yeah, not he's getting gone. a new contract. He doesn't, yeah, he's out of Miami. He also yeah. has two years left, I'm pretty sure, if I'm not mistaken. He does, actually. He really yeah. does he does. Uh the Packers traded for Randall Cobb. So he's reunited That's with big. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Now that came uh, out that that Aaron was Aaron Rodgers is running that. Team. Yes, Aaron Rodgers is the GM. <laughs> he is the GM. About time. It's about time. I mean, yeah. It's about time. Yeah. I... Also, that Aaron Rodgers twenty minute just blowing up the Packers front office, <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. You have to love that. And he had every single one of his boys back. I didn't know Aaron Rodgers was a rider like that. Look, honestly, the GM even came out and like someone asked him a question saying like. Uh, did you guys bring back Randall Cobb for Aaron Rodgers? And the GM, and I quote, if it wasn't for Aaron Rodgers wanting him, he wouldn't be here. This is not a guy that we targeted. He they, did say this. I saw the interview. They didn't, <laughs> they didn't want Randall Cobb. They, that wasn't even a thought. But because Aaron Rodgers wanted him back, he's back on the team. And look, he's going to be a solid number three on that team. He's going to make an impact. But it wasn't really a needed trade for them. Houston let Deshaun Watson practice. The NFL. The NFL. I was oh, going to okay, say the okay. NFL let Deshaun. I mean, I'm not going to speak on his cases. That's that's not that's not my jurisdiction. Um, purely speaking, as a football player, he is the heart and soul of the Houston Texans franchise. And as soon as he is out of there. That team will go downhill and be perpetually the first fire. overall they pick. Already, I just <laughs> they're already dumpster fire. I, I just want to make it's a, gonna get worse. I just want to make a point on the whole him practicing thing. He shouldn't be practicing. Sure. Roger Goodell should put him on the exempt list. Not well because he did something wrong. Possibly I can't say if he's guilty well, or not guilty. But said he's only there so he won't get fined. 
put him on the exempt list then or something. Suspend him with pay. You can't, but, but you can't do that. They you gotta, can't make well, an they exception. they got to find some sort of loophole. I think that, yes, they should probably put him on the exempt list. But currently, as where it sits, these are only allegations, no evidence. The NFL does their investigations. They're ten, not just letting ten this criminal, guy sit here. Ten criminal cases were just uh, put against him. Yeah. Uh, eight actual people from the case. Or, yeah, eight people that were already making the allegations and then two new people. So And everybody, please keep in mind, we are separating the football player from the person that is off the field. Um, correct. When we give him praise, it is purely his play not the character that is or is not him that we haven't found out yet uh just keep that in mind uh i got some patriots news so it's been a lot of patriots players that don't believe cam newton is the guy he once was and a lot of players think moving forward that the best option for their team is to start mac jones and not cam newton so i don't know how that's going to play out during training camp I'm looking forward to seeing how that's going to play out. Mac Jones will not come out as QB1. He will not. We will have to see. I think I think that Bill goes with Cam. I don't know. Bill is an intelligent coach, so he knows the no, feel of the team. I, I, I feel like and he's not afraid. Play out. I feel like Cam is going to be our guy for, until for he like does something One wrong. or three weeks, right? No. Mm. Probably, probably week seven until Cam does something wrong or we in midseason and we need a something new or something fresh. But he has more Mac weapons Jones. than and like he had nothing to throw to. Keep in mind time. if if Mac Jones is is the is the intelligent QB uh what he's got photographic memory they they've said they've been impressed with Mac if, Jones if a lot. If he's got that type of memory, he's going to take the job. Simple as that. They, bro, they've been impressed with Mac Jones a lot. That's all I've been hearing is praise about Mac Jones, literally. All praise about him. So Once again, that Alabama to talent, but hey, their quarterbacks <laughs> don't work out too well, but we'll have to see. Yeah. I mean, this is the first time Bill's taken a QB in the first round in a, a very long time, if not the first ever. Yeah. So he must have seen something he likes. Uh, his draft pedigree is not the best, but still the greatest coach of all time. Can't discount that. And uh, so <laughs> our uh, our cameraman's looking at us crazy. He, he's he got some different opinions, but <laughs> – we're going to leave that for a separate day. He'll be on the podcast one day, and all you're going to hear is ice-cold takes come out of his mouth, for the most part. But he agrees with us sometimes, but sometimes it's just terrible. Um, so Mal wanted, I think Mal wanted to jump no, in no, and say no, no, something. It's fine, it's fine. All right, uh, I think th- this is really about it. There's nothing really that we can get into uh, further discussion about. Uh, oh, snap, I totally forgot about it. Two-minute drill. Who wants the floor? Oh, actually, let me – the two-minute drill – is literally two minutes worth of just hot takes, things you believe that are going to happen around the league, and j- just hot takes in general. So who 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 who's taking the floor? Will any of you guys be watching this season's Hard Knocks? Absolutely. Stan? I love Hard Knocks. That's a hard no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, who's taking hot takes? All right, so I'll start it off with the hot takes. My man Jalen Hurts is going to cement himself as the franchise quarterback of the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm not saying he's going to have an MVP season. I'm saying he's cementing himself as the QB1 that everybody needs to know. I'll one up you and say if Mac Jones start the season, he'll have a better season than Jalen Hurts this season. You really truly believe that? Yes. I don't think so. Nope. I don't agree. 
we will have to see. Jalen Hurts is way more of an athlete. He's going to be able to produce with different uh, different aspects of his game. Simple as that. Browns are going to be in the Super Bowl this year. Mm. Wow. They're the best team in the AFC North. I know who's not going to be in the Super Bowl, and that's nope. going to be the Patriots. I doubt they even make the playoffs. Oh, I, I matter of fact, I'm going to double down. I guarantee they don't make the playoffs. So, Stan, as a Patriots fan, do you think the defense trusts Mac more or do they trust Cam more? Mac Jones. I said the players said Mac Jones should be the starter moving forward. They picked him over Cam. So, you just going to have to say how that plays out in training camp. I got another hot take. Green Bay is not going to excel to the likes that people are thinking yeah, they're going to. I think to. they're going think think to the crash and burn. I don't think they're going to crash and burn, but I think they stay the exact same how they are now, just that 13-3 and three team that they are every year. All right, I'm going to really want to – I'm going to shake this one up real quick. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys will have the number one offense in the NFL but miss the playoffs. And can I piggyback off of that one? The Washington football team is going to win the division and make it to the playoffs and win round one. And that is the hot takes. <laughs> That's the end of the two-minute drill. We just like to spit out some hot, quick stuff right there and, uh, you know, just shake up the podcast a little bit. Alrighty, so I want to thank everybody who tuned in today to the Corona League podcast. This is our first episode. Please excuse the bumps and bruises along the way. We're still learning. We are, yes, we are still learning. Uh, everybody, please give a follow to the Instagram page at the Corona League podcast. Uh, this is Duncan signing off. Everybody go ahead and say your goodbyes. Uh, this is Gavin signing off. That's it. This is the biggest Patriots fan, Stanley, signing off. We them boys. Mal, I'm out of here. All right, everyone have a good Alrighty, day. Everybody have like a good whatever. day.